listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Today's topic is self-destruction. It really ain't the rap audience that's bugging. It's one or two suckers, ignorant brothers, trying to rob and steal from one another. You get caught in the mid. So to crush that stereotype, here's what we did. We got ourselves together so that you could unite and fight for what's what's right. right. Not negative, because that's the way we live. It's positive. We don't kill our relatives. Pop, 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 one shot. Who's Who's to blame? All right. Hey, welcome to the Black Outers Podcast. The name <laughs> with your host Rod and Karen, and we're live on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, having just put out a premium episode of Spoiler Reviews on the Best of Enemies. Yes, for you guys, so you can hear what we thought about uh, what I'm sure Shadow and Act will call a white savior film. So uh check that out um <laughs> uh of course you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody that takes the time out to do that because you really don't have to but a lot of shows out there well and in the dark not getting a lot of love come on and we are out here getting love and we want to show y'all love. love back so yes, sir thank you for taking the time out to do that uh the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and today's podcast is brought to you by uh nobody let's just get into the show okay guys um we have all kinds of stuff that's happening and news and stuff to get into i do have a couple of random thoughts okay um i know i've been seeing uh pet cemetery which is spelled wrong um going around it's a movie that's out this week i think it's based on an old movie i never saw um and it made me think maybe i should write a spec script for some um some movies that could spin off of that i'm thinking maybe like pet crematarium you know i'll spell it differently of course (laughs) spell cream c-r-e-a-m-a-t-a-r-i-e-m crematarium you know it's where you go to cremate your pets but then they come back uh from ashes um that could be the sequel i'm good no okay uh pet gymnasium i thought about that one spelled g-i-m-n-a-y-s-e-e-u-m gymnasium and then so the pets go there to work out but when humans go to work out they come back too buff you see what i'm saying guys <laughs> Hippie that's, your the, ass. that's the trick that's that's how you that's how you get yeah, them. you pick them up take them home next thing you know they got your kid up by the throat and you don't know what happened uh i've been looking at all these people entering the democratic presidential race uh i think joe biden there's a new dude mayor pete out there and there's so many choices now guys there's so many options right in a way i kind of like it because everybody seems to have calmed down on their i hate this guy i hate this woman shit because there's so many fucking people now it's like it's not enough time to hate right who got the energy because by the time you get to hating somebody else done popped up right and it's starting to make me feel like i don't know if i'm the only one that struggles with this but it's making me feel like the cheesecake factory menu come on too many options there's so many options by the time i look through them all i don't know if i'm even hungry anymore Mm-mm. and the options are so varied you know it's like i gotta go back to the front page and look at it all over again and narrow my choices down to just a selected like just 13 possible things i would eat and then go back through that again and be like of those 13 things which is the best and then go back through that thing and then go of the of the 13 things which are the more probable to be made here 
uh, like fresh and from scratch and what's getting microwave because i don't know if a restaurant that sells lasagna should also sell pho but here we are come on and cupcakes all in one place I, that's one thing i realized about that cheesecakes okay but you because you name the cheesecake factory but when i got like a hundred pages to flip through to determine what i want i'm like oh no 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 y'all can't be good at all this shit yeah and the last thing i was thinking i was baking uh about to roast some broccoli for a recipe i was making the other day and it was like you know put this at 450 degrees or whatever in the oven for 15 minutes and i don't know if you guys struggle with this too uh and i wish i had i don't know why we don't have all ovens don't have this but you know you set the oven at the temperature you wanted to get to and then you gotta wait for some period of time Mm -hmm. until it gets to that temperature and then it beeps correct and my oven only beeps the one time right and it don't beep again and i can never tell if it if it got it did i like use the bathroom come back and it's already beeped am i about to throw some food in there and i've just been impatient and it's actually at 350 degrees right. if you open it up and then reshut it it'll cause it to reset but who wants to go through that fucking trouble so um what i've taken to doing is lowering it for a couple minutes and then raising it back to the temperature just to mm. check and normally that does it beeps again and lets me know but the thing is I, I think all ovens should just tell you like what the internal temperature is and then what you're trying to get it to it probably does with a smart oven who knows yeah I'm, maybe i just we just don't have a as up-to-date technology as everybody else but i wish my oven told me like it's at 345 degrees just give it a couple minutes you know um but uh that's such a first world problem because back in the day they used to have to cook with fire and fire recipes must have been so much harder because you know my recipes now like set it at 490 degrees uh 500 degrees for five minutes uh put it at 350 and leave it in there for 25 minutes fire degrees is always fire degrees campfire degrees is fire hot every time right and that's why their shit wasn't like no delicate fish or chicken or anything like that it was like here's some shit they could just cook on fire temperature whatever the fuck fire is and you're done like how did they know you know because they ate all kinds of different shit it wasn't like they only ate one thing i wonder how they knew like did the first person go pork um seemed like you could leave a little pink in the middle and then they just died and everybody's like okay guys so what we're doing is we're cooking pork an extra 10 minutes okay yeah i'm pretty sure it was trial and error and also i'm pretty sure they had certain types of uh pots and pans that were actually designed for the pyre i mean fortify and more cast iron and shit like that where it's like okay we know you're gonna get hot and you're gonna sizzle the hell out of it so i bet you back in the day they probably had to actually watch the food more carefully as you burn the fuck out of it right so yeah it's uh i love the cheesecake factory's cheesecake no Mm -hmm. that's not as hard to pick for them no but uh you know trying to pick between low main and uh you know trying to pick between like lo mein and tacos on the same menu it's a lot it's too much along with some people just not built like me you know they can easily breeze through it and all that shit but for me i just get paralysis of trying to pick the perfect choice and as soon as i pick i regret it (laughs) right i'm like you know what i will take the uh pork chops you idiot the barbecue chicken was the right choice come on immediately what's up they can't fuck up right every time why would they make egg rolls and cheesecake it makes no sense <laughs> all right let's go to along the- with sesame chicken and ramen and raymond and pho and fish and hamburgers all right all right let's go to the news 
uh bernie sanders calls trump a racist before event at the apollo theater bernie sanders made a trip to the apollo theater in harlem to pay tribute to harry belafonte tony bennett and the legacy of reverend martin luther king jr but along the way he slammed president donald trump as a racist sanders recounted the great strides that king made towards racial harmony but said the tolerance has lost steps over the past couple of years and put the blame at the feet of trump it's hard to believe that we have a president of the united states who was in fact a racist the white house did not comment uh, immediately so there you guys go you wanted him to step up his rhetoric and call out trump and say he was a racist and he did it okay took him a couple years but he got there slow but sure wins the race karen i guess so best of enemies okay mm-hmm. best of enemies some white people you can work with some you can't uh, okay uh, uh, okay agree yeah the, yeah because uh and, and this is kind of not to <laughs> oh i'll let you finish the story if i get into that it. was it oh i was say not to get off topic but uh the movie actually made me think about civility and what people mean by that because we had a long conversation at lunch or dinner or something about civility and uh you had to talk me down because i was almost to the extreme on that where i'm to the point to where because i've came around on feminism and there's different definitions of feminism and feminism is almost like us when i say that feminism is whatever your definition of feminism is that's what it is to you and everybody subscribes to their own definition of feminism but the thing is it's so broad and it can mean so many different things to different people and so people fight and argue over the definition of feminism, just like everybody's fighting and arguing over the definition of us and what does it mean to me and all that stuff. So and you talk about the movie Us. Yes, the movie Us. I'm sorry, the movie Us. Yes. So I kind of look at it, the, the, you know, the same. And I was listening to NPR and they kept talking about civil and why can't we have civil conversations? And that takes us back to the movie we, we, we reviewed today. And it really just made me think about my views and my perspective on that and and to an extent the anger does not go away and i am valid in my anger and i have the right to feel how i do about certain things i do have the right to be like okay i understand but still fuck that i have the right to feel that way but also it's a deeper issue than that and there's a lot of things that play around in that because we're talking about civility and the thing about that is that it has always been used as something to bludgeon the people and beat people when they don't respond or when they don't behave and when they don't say the thing that you agree with to get them to shit, sit down and shut the fuck up because you don't want to uh deal with them particularly people in a public group straight people do it to lgbtq people you know all the time you know a lot of white people do it to black people shit like that well i was like oh fuck civility like the fuck we talking about you don't see my humanity and i'm not going past this point we cannot have a conversation if you don't see me as a goddamn human being so when people when they were talking about on npr I, like you all week long every time they talked about it i just immediately a rage just came up in me well i was like the fuck is this no i'm not talking to you what the fuck are we talking about we need to be because because when i come in and and if my voice raise or my eyes bulge or my nose flare up or all of a sudden the, the 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 years of frustration and the bullshit I've been dealing with comes out in my speech and I'm angry. But when you do it, it's considered passionate. No, I don't want to talk about being goddamn civil. Yeah, um, I think it just depends on what you mean by it. Um, I think a lot of people use it as a loaded term to keep people in line and to, to shut them down. You know, it's, that's what it's been used for. And 
you can tell by what people you what people call uncivil you know it just depends on a person like they'll say uh a protest a peaceful protest is uncivil you know colin kaepernick taking a knee is uncivil um black lives matter stopping cars on the freeway uncivil interrupting your brunch uncivil um these are nonviolent protest actions and they call it uncivil uh a riot is uncivil um you know that type of thing but yet uh charlottesville is not considered uncivil come on tearing shit up at the basketball your team lose a fucking win off a fucking college basketball game that don't mean a motherfucking thing that's not considered uncivil well i'm not maybe that depends on who's talking right but correct but i'm saying within the course i i'm trying to keep it narrow to things that are about causes okay we can because do that. If, if you know if it's someone tearing some shit about the football game like fuck them and you know but they don't have a point like it's mm-hmm. not like they didn't go and then also black lives matter like but if like someone were to burn a gas station during the ferguson uh you know protest all of a sudden the whole the entire uh body of protesters and every thing they're working towards is considered this this like violent uprising now right it's, it's now it's uncivil to look at um so it depends on what people mean by by civility right because there's a certain point that people have when they talk about this that i think is valid which is communication um has to be there's certain levels ways of communicating that are more educational than others agreed and if you would like to educate someone or find some sort of common ground with a person you're going to have to approach them in a manner that would be make you seem receptive to listening and make them seem be receptive to listening to you mm-hmm. that is just that's just life like that's not that's not necessarily a, a protest or a movement thing that's just life like classrooms don't teach you by running in your face and fucking putting signs at you and yelling at you or Mm-mm. or uh calling you names and shit like that like a good teacher is not supposed to do that not saying no one learns like that but the vast majority like you won't see a lot of people that you pay college tuition to go into a classroom and then you walk in and go you stupid fucking lazy bitch you would be like what the fuck are you trying to teach me you know in classes where they have to teach things like race where they have to teach things like racial dynamics and and all these other like social justice type things they don't walk in and just start calling you out your name you know you're going to be uncomfortable no matter what if you're a privileged person uh which is the point this is what learning is going to do but there's some merit to the idea that um that that there are standard ways to communicate that have been proven over the years to work that being said most of the time civility comes at a loaded as a loaded question which is i don't want to deal with the anger and the emotionality of people that have been harmed and the repercussions of that so it's like i slapped you in the face and said can you respond civilly and that's just unfair and i think that's what people respond to i'm not saying that has much to do with bernie sanders or whatever but yeah that, that that's a lot of it it's just this this false it ends up becoming a false dichotomy of both things are the same black lives matter to me is the same as the clan they're both the same to me they're equally weighted against each other and um you know and it's sad because we have to play the game both ways you know in um in the review i forgot to mention this but sometimes they treated ann atwater as a person that which they were like yo you can only be but so hard on these this, this white man who's in the clan 
like you have to watch your rhetoric because we're scared he's gonna walk away from the table and for what we are trying to accomplish we need him at the table and that's something that a, a rigged game that we have always had to play and yeah people resent that shit and i don't blame them so yeah it's almost like you 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 come to fight but you also have to fight with a hand tied behind your back because you're dealing with whiteness and whiteness is the the the, the it's so fragile quote unquote on a lot of shit and the thing is when it comes to it yes i do and like i said this movie just really just made my mind race and then i was thinking about our conversation when it comes to things uh i can because and because i think marginalized groups are always forced to see the humanity in the people that oppress them we we always even if we understand your actions understand why you did what you did we we because we, we have to know you because we have to know you to survive so we understand the things and the actions that you do but it's never reciprocated and that's somewhat of the problem because we see you as human beings, but you never see us in return as human beings and you don't pay us attention until we fucking burn shit down or do some shit to make you or force you to look our way yeah so um now the thing with bernie you know bringing it back to him trying to relate it to what we were saying um a lot of his tenor towards trump and trump's voters has been one of civility you know it has been one of we need to hear these people out uh he's the only democratic candidate that is going to go on fox news which i believe is a a organization that's not really a news organization but same he wants to go on there and try to reach those people um that's his belief system that's his makeup you know um to try to reach those people um the rest of the dnc i believe said they won't be doing any debates over there so uh i like i'm not as like i said i get uh all the shit that people feel about bernie i'm not as down on him as a lot of folks at this point because i not with no reservations and i mean it every time i say it i will vote for him and not feel bad about it not one second not even a little bit because because uh, at the end of the day um he's a much better candidate than trump would be agreed and um if he's able to beat the other candidates in the primary then he will have been a much better candidate than they were so you know whatever i i I don't care right his his slogan would be boy i guess yeah and i I mean i'm kind of glad that uh honestly to be fair i would enthusiastically vote for him not me i will i will vote for him because yes it's trump or, 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 or the fucking world burn but i guess yeah i would enthusiastically vote for him i don't uh yeah i don't like i i tried to explain this shit when those motherfuckers are coming in my mentions and being and harassing me about their candidate i don't have any problems with bernie sanders like like on a personal level or uh you know where it's just like what a fucking disgusting human being i don't have that you know i don't really have that with i don't know most of the candidates i don't know any candidate that i truly feel like fuck them you know what i mean on the democratic side i don't think i've i don't know who i would feel that way about but i don't have that in me because i'm just like i think i'm just from a time where or i'm just remembering a time before you had to be perfect and i think most most motherfuckers are caught up there now they can't go back they can never turn it back to before 2016 or before you know even barack obama when you just were like yo close enough let's go you know there's now this thing where people expect to be like placated to the nth degree 
in a world where we're talking about a hundred million people voting no none of these motherfuckers are gonna agree with you on everything Mm -mm. none of them are gonna have a spotless record on everything either not one of them and if someone tells you they do fuck them they lying to you yes like so it's not even about that for me so you know um yeah i would enthusiastically vote for all of them even the ones that i'm like i don't know about this shit it it, i think they would still do a much better job than trump and probably after this primary they will be vetted so hard that they'll be a much better job than they would have done before the primary you know because they're Mm -hmm. gonna have to go at every issue to a certain extent i expect most of these motherfuckers to not be able to separate themselves from the pack because they're gonna agree on most of the shit you know oh 15 dollar million wage no problem uh what else you got universal health care no problem what else you got like they're all gonna agree on all the shit like it's like it's, it's so anyway by the time it's done i will gladly put on a fucking t-shirt and support any last one of these motherfuckers it's not even uh that's how much i care about the country and how much i care about everybody's well-being that it's not really about them at this point it's about i'm not even gonna do mayor the vote for this shit i'm just gonna go vote and be there early voting and wear my voting speaker because these are fucking tenuous times and these issues are very fucking important and everything people thought was on the table or was off the table all of it's on the table every single fucking thing everything and 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 the thing is um I am glad he turned around and I do agree with you about the, the civility of that and, uh, and, and him actually reaching and stuff like that. Like I can, yeah, it's weird. Cause it's that Twitter thing. People say they want something, they get it and then they get mad again. Right. Like what the fuck? What's the point then? Just stop talking. If that's, um, you know what I mean? Cause like people said this was what they wanted from him. Mm-hmm. So now he's giving some, he's giving some on this i'm not gonna sit up here and shit on the man for doing what the fuck i've been like why the fuck aren't you just call you say you march with king but you won't call trump a racist right that doesn't make sense to me Mm -mm. so then he does it and i'm still gonna be like man fuck you dog i don't i don't appreciate you saying like nah cool got it all right i hope you can move on to uh eventually his voters as well ain't worth a goddamn because they ain't coming over to your side either dude no they're not like that they have an un, unshakable faith in whiteness in that there is nothing a white person or white people in mass can do that are necessarily bad things that they meant to do it is always this elizabeth holmes-esque they didn't really mean it and they're just disappointing everyone but they'll come around and that's that's how people treat trump voters that's how bernie mm-hmm. talks about them if he loses i hope that's the reason he loses like i hope it's not some he wouldn't show his taxes uh shit or some you know some like some petty ass shit i hope it is just on the issues people go you didn't go far enough correct i hope that's why he loses i hope whoever goes the furthest wins you know i don't really give a fuck who it is either again the same thing like i said uh uh it's either that or death so yes i i i will vote for whoever yeah uh finishes the race uh but like i said it's one of those things where i had to check myself like like literally had to i i'm to the point now to where i have to check myself and check uh why sometimes i get a rage within me why um i get upset about things that actually really should make me upset you know something as, as simple as civility but yeah i was enraged about that what the fuck we gonna talk about you like no but you, i think that's a reasonable response it's just that civility from white folks is 
it means something it's a loaded term so it just depends on what they meant i didn't listen to those npr things right so i don't know how they meant it but i'm saying to you there's a way that they can present civility that is a shutting down of a conversation they act like it's an opening of conversation it's not and so you could have been upset about that i didn't listen to it so i can't tell you but it could have been that it's not that you were wrong to be mad about them throwing it out there they love to throw that shit out there and it's also the way that white people are able to do stuff like um Katy perry is able to have her parents that she goes hey we all gotta go thanksgiving they're big trump supporters i'm a liberal person but we all gotta go to dinner together at thanksgiving so we have to let that shit go and it's like yes that is civility at work and that means the trump supporter side is going to always win because you're too worried about being nice to them and they're not nice to anyone you know and the way that you make it work is by not talking to them and not trying to reach them and not not discussing it at all and i think that you know that's a coward's way out but that's what most people do in life yeah and 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 i guess for me in that sense nothing moves because the thing is a lot of those people are never going to see the quote-unquote opposition humanity Mm -hmm. and then the people that's closest to them will never take the time to have the conversations with them so my point is that nothing changes so my point is why the fuck i gotta be civil like 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 why do i why do my group and the people that represent me and 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 lgbq why do they always have to like you say and it's your definition of civility because it's always been used as something to pop me upside the head i'm like fuck you and your civility and it's also the power dynamics correct because what people don't recognize is that um people of privilege don't have to listen Mm-mm. and so most of the time they're not listening on purpose like they it's always this assumption of like they just don't know no 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 they don't want to know right you know that i love that scene in best of enemies where you know um the black dude puts out this plea of like you don't understand what it's like as a white person that i feel helpless that my children have to go through this shit and i can't protect them from it as a black person and none of us black people can protect our children from the harsh racism outside of the walls of our home and later on when ann atwater tells him like that dude wasn't all the way right was he because y'all do know and y'all don't care y'all want us to feel helpless and that's the bigger point and that's what that civility bullshit always comes down to but yeah you're not it's just like i said it's a loaded term and it just depends on how it's used i i there's some uh uses for diplomacy and civility and shit that you know it just needs to be it needs to be employed diplomatically like there's just there's times for it where it works there's and i and i know because every person of privilege and everyone has some level Mm mm-hmm there's a you can tell when you've been approached and you said i'm shutting this shit down and i'll never come concede on this and there's other times you've been approached with something and you went fuck i didn't i never thought of it that way and that and that's the difference sometimes it you catch motherfucker with honey and sometimes you catch them with shit it just depends on the day and the person and how you deploy it because there's a lot of people that i think you can catch with the hey i don't know if you know but the way that you're looking at this is kind of wrong and here's why and this you know i'm not gonna call you names and yell at you and then there's other times where you just like you motherfucking blah 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 and like i said one of them shut shit down too you know but at least you feel better because you got the vent but yeah for most people it's just shutting them down when you yell at them or whatever the fuck most people can't take it right because at the end of the day i want things to change and i want things to move and i think 
it needs to be a balance. It needs to be civil conversations, people actually sitting and learning and think tanking and, mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And that's the thing. A lot of times actually getting to know, they they say getting to know your enemies, but it, to me it was like actually getting to know people outside yourself because there's a lot of black people that don't know white people. You know them as far as passing through, mm-hmm. but a lot of black people, yes, some black people have had white friends, but you got some black people like me, I've never really had a, a quote-unquote close white friend, like like one that's my road dog, we down mm-hmm. for whatever. I've never had that in my life. So for me, my view is a little different. You know, I, uh, you know, white people are there and they exist. And I know all white people aren't mean and nasty. and They don't come and cuss me out and spit on me, you know, and I do understand that concept. But it's in between that and you actually knowing white people. I mean, really knowing them like intimately um, and not sexually, but, you know, in, like the day to day. how they tell you, you all black people in America know white people that we know them better than they know themselves even if you don't have a white friend that doesn't mean shit you know white people because you have to survive you just know them like you know how they respond to certain shit you know like uh what you can and can't do at your job you know uh when a white person is telling you their point of view about race you know what the subtext means and they don't like they subconsciously don't know when they're telling you like well i just think all lives matter you actually know why that's offensive they don't yes and and now from that perspective i i understand but there are like i said there are a subsection of black people where you look at them you go oh you're racist towards white people because they are racist towards white people quote unquote because they know them they're not racist towards white people because they don't know them they're racist towards white people because they know them they're like y'all motherfuckers talk about us behind our backs y'all motherfuckers plot and plan a scheme and the history of what y'all have done to us like it it doesn't come from nowhere agreed you know they know it because they're informed white people people of privilege like we keep saying white and black people of privilege hate the marginalized people because they don't know them marginalized people hate people of privilege because they know them right it's a totally different equation like it's not there's you're not uninformed when you're like yo i think these white people might be about to do some racist shit you're not uninformed you have a history there's an entire context that says yes you're right they are coming for you <laughs> they're so trying not, to get you it's not the same there is no context in which black people have ever come for white people no. in which they need to be worried about their safety and shit and yet they do and well, that's why that's why white supremacy is about keeping us apart that's why right. seg- segregation jim crow redlining all of it's about keeping us apart keeping our kids apart all right. this shit not because they're gonna make magical mixed babies and shit Mm-mm. literally because they might fuck around and see the humanity in you and that's the big con in america even even poor white people they want to keep them away from black people mm-hmm. like because it's just what happens if you fucking accidentally start respecting this person what happens if you accidentally stumble into yo uh this black person has an opinion you know it's one of the reasons like even with liberal white people there's still a huge disconnect between blackness and liberal white people right Mm -hmm. like a white person will write us uh, tell us all about bernie and how fucking great he is but they won't they'll tune us out when we talk about what we don't like about them tune us out Mm -hmm. completely Mm -hmm. because they don't actually respect our opinion and Mm -hmm. they don't actually value it they're just trying to manipulate our opinion and so that we so that we use our platform to just do what they want us to do right they don't really want to hear what the fuck we have to say or what we think about the shit like that and they don't even know that we know they don't know that i'm up on that game before they even started i'm like 
oh here we go with this bullshit you know right because we've we've played the game long enough to know and then a lot of times they get mad when you be like oh i know what this is well you're trying to call me racist yeah it's like action it's, it's life or death for us it's not right. it's not a game for us that's why the civility thing i think sets you off is because civility implies that there's this equality within the discussion already that like okay, we're just, okay. That, that makes sense. we're just yes. disagreeing and we're just coming from different perspectives and it's really about like how do we convey that we're all on the same team and for black people we're like we're very much not on the same team and i'm waiting for you to realize it and then it because it's not really civil it's a veneer of civility that is going to be like eroded the second that i start to represent for myself the second i start to advocate for myself and my other people and causes that's gonna make you uncomfortable all of this civility shit is gonna get thrown right into the street and y'all gonna be like fuck these niggers right and also it's one of those things too to where things that black people and marginalized people consider life or death you like oh it's a joke it's a game i voted for trump because i thought it was funny and you go the fuck is that you know and they act like something wrong with you for paul pointing out that it it wasn't a motherfucking i i didn't have the option to be like tic-tac-toe bitch Mm -hmm. yeah and like i said it's definitely um we know white people better than they know themselves and it's just by nature the same way i'm sure gay people know straight people better than we know ourselves i'm Correct. sure uh, disabled people know able-bodied people better than we know ourselves like all of this shit is privilege it's just privileged shit to speak on it and to be like it's why can't we just be civil about it you know like nah because i i've had to survive you and because i've had to survive you i know you better um even in a day-to-day situation because um you know read like i said uh out of the house of bondage uh, uh read that book it's a great book but it talks about intimate portrayals and diary entries and stuff of white women that were slave mistresses and black women that survived them and they're like their word for word account we've been doing this since the day we arrived on these shores to be like these are what this is what white people think and this is what they believe fundamentally it's what they have to believe in order to do what they do and then we have to survive it and that's why we know them better i know that you think i'm lazy because you can't really examine the fact that the laziest person in this house is you i'm doing all the fucking work so you've had to describe laziness to me so that you feel superior to me for the rest of your life and it and it holds over to stereotypes today when they call nba players lazy and you're sitting on your couch at 400 pounds eating chips but i'm lazy right like it's that kind of shit that 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 just daily assaults on us and so when they talk about civility it's just loaded because the world has not been civil towards us already Mm -mm. and when we respond in kind they go whoa 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 this is not a civil conversation i'm like you might talk to me a certain way but you treat me the the treatment of me is the truth the way you treat somebody is the uncivilness of it not the way you talk to them sweetly so anyway um speaking of not treating people civilly kodak black is back in the news he apparently they saying something don't he take his phone just talk about him a week or two ago take his phone what's up with that can we just take his phone is that gonna be a thing like can we just have a person around him can, can at&t or whoever provides this service just turn it off because there's nothing good coming out of there and it hasn't been for quite some time um so he issued a half-ass apology to lauren london at the ti and the game got on his ass for disrespecting uh her and her late boyfriend nipsey hustle la's power 106 has banned his music thankfully 
so this is why he got canceled uh keep in mind he's also the guy who's uh, accused of rape um he also said some very colorist things about black women but i guess it was the nipsey hustle thing that finally got him canceled by power 106 so i guess that's good kodak black had social media in a massive uproar when he went on instagram live making disrespectful and insensitive uh comments about shooting his shot with lauren london following the murder of her longtime boyfriend nipsey hustle uh he has a lot of issues with women yeah i mean he was also the guy who was talking about uh young ma needed her pussy pounded or some shit right mm-hmm. so not does not seem like a very very good guy also if you've been accused of rape you might not want to so that's him hanging out with his friends if you couldn't tell that was instagram right yeah lauren he does instagram live a lot lauren london that's baby though she about to be out here single she finna be a whole widow out here i'll be the best man i could be for her i'll give her a whole year she might need a whole year to be crying and shit for dude talking about nipsey i ain't trying to shoot my shot at her i'm saying she can do two three years i'll try to be like the friend if you need to holler or shoulder to lean on she can call my line she probably don't know you right and he's alleged rapist and his trial is upcoming but okay um and then ti in the game uh who also have a track record of saying wild shit uh also went live hey kodak black you out of pocket nigga fix that shit quickly expeditiously nigga you out of pocket nigga ain't nobody else gonna say it nigga i done said it to you nigga and if i see you i'm gonna say it in your face nigga you out of pocket nigga get your motherfucking self together this shit go for kodak black and any other nigga disrespect so this is the game who also i think has been accused of rape and definitely a very misogynistic person but okay then my nigga nip name his legacy his family nigga keep my nigga name out your fucking mouth nigga keep his girl's name out your fucking mouth nigga the fuck wrong with you new niggas no respect having ass niggas man this new generation y'all fucked up in the head nigga stop disrespecting my nigga's name man this shit for real. My nigga died out here in these fucking streets, nigga. For the doing the right motherfucking thing. Doing good for fucking people. First thing niggas want to do after his untimely demise is disrespect his fucking name. Nah, nigga. I ain't going for that. Keep my nigga's name out your fucking Kodak Black. I don't even know who this guy is. Yo, being... It's weird, though. Being, um... Like... So, no, something it's weird that niggas know the kind of shit that they've said in the past and it hasn't stopped them from jumping on him and i'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be pounded you know like plowed on or whatever but it's just it's just wild that 
motherfuckers are like listen i know i had my years of misogyny and saying wild shit and uh whatever but nigga you you like it's just yeah i don't know and it's weird be told and maybe this is just from a woman's perspective what happened if this was somebody y'all did not like would y'all be standing up quote-unquote representing or covering his woman Mm-hmm. you know and it's not really for her you know right. it's out of respect of him for him right you know because going by a lot of their track records you go oh no 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 this is not for her this is for them and their male egos um to feel like nah you're not gonna come from my boys girl which you know i get mm-hmm. but like i said if this was somebody you didn't like or you didn't care for would we still get the same outrage if yes okay cool but if no Mm-hmm. Also, people people a, have the right to question that you make a great point too it's really about nipsey and not about her because it's all these men that normally don't check any level of toxic masculinity don't come out and say anything at, at, at all and many times participate in it and promote it and then this time they're like but not now and it seems mostly out of respect for nipsey not lauren necessarily she's just kind of a byproduct in all this yeah because women are seen as property yeah which is also weird because i've also seen even the people that have been like i'm thinking about lauren is a little bit of an aspect of in the wake of the connection to this man you know what i mean so i mean i'm not saying this wrong or anything like that but yeah it is very much like almost an afterthought um to to and to defend her honor really is about defending nipsey's honor because he's no longer here to do it or something that's not it, bro. I promise you that's not it. You gotta listen to the guy next oh, to you. Oh, this is Tank. Another guy that's, you know, trying to keep you from saying it, period. You gotta, you gotta get out of that. And you gotta, um, you know, there are a lot of factors at play here. You know what I'm saying? Um, not only just the people that love and respect Nip um, and Lauren, um, you know, you're, you're, you do business um, with us, with Atlantic Records. That's that's a tough spot to be in, young fella. So I'm gonna just let you know right now. Just get out in front of that man. And if you meant no disrespect, if you meant no harm, you know, it's easier to say that than to play the, you know, play the tough guy. Fix this, bro. So Tank is like, look, nigga, I'm old, nigga. I'm not fighting with y'all. Like, mm-hmm. fix it right you know like and somebody about a good point chat room like he's the only one so far that actually said her name mm-hmm. that speaks volumes too right so this is called black's response but listen see they ain't gonna post shit like this here see last night they ain't post they ain't post when i was saying oh bro like i'm about to turn up for my community and do a whole lot of positive shit because of bro i never knew bro i only seen bro one time what i was saying like how i'm niggas always swear they about to do some shit for their community do it or don't there's no try right it's like it's always whenever they get in trouble i'm about to see i'm about to do a bunch of shit for the community and here y'all go y'all don't talk about that i'm like because you're not doing do it and then people talk about it you do it and then you talk about it motherfuckers it don't matter go to some event and be like this is what i'm doing that's what nipsey was doing helping people and talking about it what's you know if this really is inspiring you that why wasn't that what was coming out of your mouth instead of i'm gonna fuck his his ex it's 
weird. Turning up for the community and spin shit around and change shit. She gonna see Lauren London. Hell yeah, I said what I said. What the fuck? What y'all expect her to be single forever? I said I'd give her a year to grieve and cry. Hell yeah, she a bad bitch. Any, any one of y'all, any, any one of y'all, if she try to holler at any, anybody, y'all ain't finna be like, oh nah, I can't do it because of Nipsey. I, <clears throat> I said I'ma do positive shit. I'ma turn, I'ma so the other thing he never gives women a choice in these fucking things he's talking about i think that's very very a pattern for all the people that are still holding out some level of like i hope he didn't do these sexual assaults good luck hope you're right but just saying i'll see a pattern in just what he chooses to speak about and how he speaks on women and shit um the other thing that's interesting here is um he really thinks that the charity he's doing is simply a way to fuck her he's not even talking about i'm gonna do it for my community because i'm inspired by this dude it's like and then she'll see it and then i'm gonna get to fuck her too it's all to the end of the day it's all about trying to have sex with this woman and he doesn't understand why that's a disrespectful thing to say it's so weird chain a little pig and then she gonna see that and she gonna be like you know what oh you remind me because i'm gonna turn up for the community but y'all be on some sensitive shit like nigga can't even say nothing nowadays because bitches be so butt hurt now like the whole like fuck that shit somebody gotta be the bad guy that's how i be feeling in her like fuck it bro what y'all man i'll be on some other shit like i don't give a fuck then then i'm gonna be me bro i'm not i'm not y'all uh, just as a program note uh in case no one's ever told you guys no one actually has to be the bad guy yeah very mm. nobody nobody has to do the heel turn this is not wrestling controversial thing to say i guess but no no you can be in a room full of people and no one has to be the bad guy you can just be everyone can just kind of try to be the good guy and be on their best behavior and and just coexist and be themselves it's, it's happened before i've seen it really many times you know if you were the kind of asshole that walks in the room and says we need a bad guy you're an asshole you were a bad person before you walked in that room <laughs> the room didn't make you oh. bad the fuck and then i guess he did one more video I'm in pause right now. I'm in pause right now. T.I. say what? T.I. said fix that shit expeditiously. Man, listen, I said what I said, and then y'all y'all trying to misconstrue what I said. I'm man, listen, man, 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 fuck that. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. T.I. man, I don't care. I'm in pause right now. Fuck y'all talking about so-, so now we're getting back to the same sense of the shit they got nipsey killed and so when people tell me you know i hear people say the sentiment of like why are you trying to make it about toxic masculinity and all, all these agendas this is why this because is not the foundation of it it's the foundation of it and motherfuckers will repeat this ad nauseum if somebody were you know i was hearing rumors that people were trying to find a dude that killed um nipsey's family they were trying to find that dude's family and retaliate that's also toxic masculinity right they don't it's, have shit to do with them. right like it's all this shit is the cycle that continues and it continues because we keep defining like masculinity through violence that's what it is to be a man that's what it is don't get punked don't get you know, bitch if you don't retaliate you will be what are you what does that say about you and in this case he couldn't take being corrected or challenged by some other elder statesman of the game and he immediately turned it into uh well i'm what you gonna do to me i'm in georgia like 
so somebody gotta die over your comments when you could have just been like you know what let me check myself nobody around you is like bro but what you saying is kind of whack like well, why let it go it's not the time you know and even if you thought it was a joke to be like y'all some sensitive niggas everybody not clearly read the room people not joking about this nipsey shit no they not crazy friends kind of cheering them on in the background i like life without controversy i don't know maybe i I, i'm not about that life but uh it is how can you say my words was misconstrued but i said what i said right i said what i said means something Mm -hmm. but i was misconstrued yep uh sorry and another thing i want to add too all this is happening on instagram live not an album not a video mm-hmm. not a product he's making money off of right i know it's almost like uh whatchamacallit i know him more from this than his rapping what is that girl um not that girl but that woman um crap she did the chicken thing with the blood your bank yes i know more about her instagram that i did in her post and her acting up online that i know about your music that's not good if you're an artist i need to know about your music well uh it would be best if i knew about your music first i mean these motherfuckers sell music a different way than what we grew up with but that's true the point i was gonna make is actually uh it reminds me a lot of cardi b Mm-hmm. you know when she was coming up i think less so now but still like when she was coming up and obviously she shows a lot more discernment than this guy does but this idea of i need to pay i need to get out to the world every thought that comes on my mind at all times no preparation you know it's like we do this podcast but there's preparation for this podcast like mm-hmm. i work on this podcast i like i know the articles i'm talking about i kind of you know i try to get as much information as possible i don't just hop on here and then be like you know let me tell you this that and the other terrible thing that is going to come back to haunt me you know not saying that i'm gonna be perfect i'm still putting a lot of content out and it's gonna always you know there's gonna be things you say and later you disagree with there's gonna be things you say and then you become informed on more you know at the time but this idea of off the cuff i'm just sharing my life and i'm supposedly unaffected by the pushback from it and the commentary on it is bullshit because he's only doubling and tripling down because he is being affected by the by the pushback he can't help it so then he hops on there again and says something worse and he hops on there again and does something worse and i am fascinated by the fact that this is what's getting him canceled right like there's a lot of shit he's said and done that apparently has been uncancelable offenses or people have tolerated and maybe this i wonder if this is just temporary i think it is like once it's been a few weeks and long enough people will be like let's get him back on these shows and interview him let's play Mm -hmm. his music again Mm -hmm. quietly because i wonder what the staying power is for a cancellation that is this 
uh over just emotionality in the in the in the you know in the current event that they may not keep the same energy in a month or two agreed uh yeah ti told him get your motherfucking self together young nigga this ain't no motherfucking game and then he said or what uh just incredible said we stand with the family in this also appalled by the disrespectful poor comments made by kodak black with that power 106 will not support kodak black's music hashtag long live nip um uh so i guess power 106 is done with him big boy uh from outcast said i won't disrespect my timeline posting a pic of kodak black however i will say this i'm not here for the blatant disrespect and fake ass apologies to disrespect the king nipsey and the queen lauren is where i draw the line hip-hop has been very disrespectful lately not only is this disrespectful to hip-hop but this is disrespectful to a beautiful human being spirit and legacy sometimes i feel a certain way and i but i don't publicly speak out i just don't fuck with the person place or thing this one i just can't keep it on the personal chill i've been a child of hip-hop for a long time hip-hop raised me and i've raised hip-hop and i'm not new to this or fake to this i'm a soldier i'm not just phone taps and funny interviews check my pedigree i will not stand by and let kodak black come between the allegiance i have with dear friends nipsey's honor will can't be disrespected like this we must put a shield around lauren london and his entire family we can't allow these things to happen um nipsey wouldn't he we look the other way and forgive too easily i'm a black man first and i love all that deserve my love i'm with unity however we must discipline our own as well this isn't about radio or dropping records that's been done this is about protecting a legacy and holding people accountable this may not change kodak black now but i pray it changes his or someone's future for all those out there that want to disrespect the play with royalty i advise you to think thrice long live the spirit knowledge and wisdom of nipsey hustle this has to be the standard forever the marathon continues i'm blocking the bullshit from now on try me um so then i guess he apologized in a youtube uh video from this if i disrespected you Lauren Mendes, if i disrespected you oh okay uh <laughs> i mean since i did leave a lot of the interpretation i'm sorry even though i didn't and recipes to do y'all already know what i say i said do encourage me to do shit for the community but anyhow my dad put them too but for all you other people like trying to fake act like y'all love boy me on the internet or checking me on the internet that's how you feel bro that's how y'all want to feel and i got a whole tour like i'm in georgia right now tomorrow i'll be in norfolk virginia like wherever y'all see me at if that's how y'all feel that's how y'all feel don't try to little boy me on no internet like oh motherfucker motherfucker because you could hit my line recipe to do if i disrespect it knowing that in any way even though i know i didn't my bad my bad but listen i got niggas who i say fuck you to their face so i ain't gotta get no off of a nigga who in the grip oh none of that shit and that's not okay if i did my bad he might as well be like which i didn't he might as well have said damn are you happy now right that's what i heard like i don't know what y'all heard but that's what i actually heard from this comment that kid seems like a walking fucking like somebody's gonna do something to him person like good luck good luck r kelly uh asked media to take it easy on him ahead of a paid club appearance 
he went on instagram to say yo this is your boy art this is your boy kells i got an event to do tonight in springfield illinois so i want the media to take it easy on me man Mm-mm. Mm-mm. this is how i get got to get paid for right now so if you see me in the club with a couple of drinks in my hand and chilling please take it easy that's sorry buddy now the age we live now that ain't gonna happen people gonna be protesting and everything that well, ain't gonna happen as promised he actually did show up no 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 and he, what took selfies with fans right because the fans and stuff gonna be there yeah the club did reduce ticket prices due to the low turnout though hmm. so i guess he had less to fans than normal but it sounds like it went off without a hitch i'm glad well no i'm not glad it did but you know nobody gets canceled quote unquote who are the niggas that want discount tickets to take a selfie with r kelly are they gonna be on groupon like who's who's that much of a fan yeah because he will forever have a fan base forever have a fan base that's just wild to me oh r kelly on groupon let's go get some pictures with him somebody taking the pictures and somebody going there and and at this point you're just a fan of sexual assault and statutory rape and they don't care like you're not even a fan of the music at this point like what music are you even what is this about it's about them quote unquote we talked about before not having to give something up if i if i say it's a problem and i point out it's a problem that means i have to quote unquote give up his music nobody's telling you to give it up you can fucking listen to it you, you got the right to listen to it nobody's stopping i you. know it's just weird to show up and take a picture with him i think that's totally different than i'm not gonna stop listening to his music that's that's a that's a willful level of like giving your money to this man like yeah. at this point what are you actually a fan of yeah, you know what i mean because there's money there's got to be millions of people that listen to his music and just don't they don't go to his events and they said low turnout so this is you know he's a social pariah everybody saw them tickets and said no 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 except the handful of people that were like i need a selfie with r kelly what you gonna lie and say uh i took this in 2003 i didn't know anything like what who are you showing that to i don't know but apparently you must have put it online in order for people to know that you went like do you put that on your facebook page like how does that work somebody does your instagram your twitter hey i'm here with r kelly y'all Woo, girl what's up and then have to turn off disable your comments because people are like what the fuck are you doing there i don't i don't understand i i hope i never understand i hope i never had that 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 level of loyalty megan mccain is still doing her thing on the uh is she on one of them the view talk to the view okay so and my worst fears about how the white house she got into it with joey behar is run a coming true Veteran security advisor Tricia Newbold is blowing the whistle on 25 people who were given clearance, even Okay, why did this just stop? <sighs> that, okay, anyway. Um, okay, now it's back. Well, is it going to play, though? Okay, we're about to see. Okay, I have to restart it. For some reason, it just reset in the middle of the fucking plan. No problem. Um, so my worst fears... Let me get to... To the, the juicy part then it's gonna be reset and i don't want right to fuck around so it's right around here administration but you know i completely scandal free i, I think th- this type <laughs> I don't of know thing about that. And, so and, that's yeah. joy behar saying that the obama administration was scandal free and obviously we know the trump administration isn't okay so this is relevant to what we're about to hear um 
play this one more time. Uh, People say if this was Obama, nothing like this, even remotely close, ever happened. To now, most was the tan suit and shoulders. But you know, completely scandal free. I think this type of thing. So, do you know what scandal? What you just heard was Megan McCain laughing at Joy Behar for saying that Obama's administration was completely scandal free. It was okay. Well, can fact. you re- name a scandal? Yes, but I don't want to do this with you this morning. <laughs> I'd like to hear a scandal. That but I think the more, right now, the, the Iran deal, number one, I mean, that's I, not a billions of dollars in unmarked bills in the middle of the night given to Iran. Yeah, that's a big scandal. That was well, their money. It was a what bunch of other things. That I mean, was their money. I told you I didn't want to do this this morning because, again, even just pointing out the fact that I don't think socialism is a winning adage for Democrats is a big issue this morning. By the way, props to Abby for this, okay, because she asked a question that journalists around the country wouldn't do, that other people people on other networks wouldn't do and you got a big win as i said before and this will come back to haunt her and that was what the subject right, of the yeah, i'll analyzed. give you an obama scandal he wore a tan suit michelle yeah. showed her that's arms it. and he ate that's it and that's anna navarro who i believe is still a republican or um and she's like she hates trump so much that she's basically like fuck him and no he's not close to obama and those are literally the quote-unquote biggest goddamn scandals yeah you said them earlier when, when, for Republicans like me, who are so put off by Trump, as everyone right. knows, and I hate Trump, I didn't vote for him before, I don't plan on voting for him the next time because of all the personal reasons, but I think the problem is... Only for the personal reasons, by the way. Of course. You don't have any policy reasons against him. I know. Keep that in mind. When you put the Obama administration up as this this pristine, scandal-free, perfect administration that never did anything wrong, for conservatives and Republicans, there were a lot of policies that were put into place. Free. But I'm saying there was a lot of policies put into place that rational conservatives disagreed with. And I think part of the problem is it feels very judgmental. If you didn't like the Obama administration and you have a problem with the Iran deal, that's how you got Trump, is because you're lecturing all of us about us not thinking okay, it was a pristine very, administration. It's very right, different when you consider a president who I know who, who perfect, lies about Republicans aid, who evil, lies about aid given to Puerto Rico. He said Puerto Rico got $91 billion. That is a lie, Mr. President. When you're talking about a president that brags about grabbing women by the genitals, when you're talking about a president that pays hush payments to women and lies to the American people on a daily basis, and you're I talking like about Trump? a man Did I say who wears like a Trump? tan suit. Did I say I like Trump? I'm just saying, when the, the Obama administration saying- was indeed scandal-free. Oh so Republicans can be as angry as they want to, but, but you know they what? are you basically know what, giving praise. Trump was to elected. No, I Trump am not was giving elected. praise to this administration. I'm saying the Republican. I am a Republican, and I'm saying, I'm telling you, the, I'm telling you, it is how we got Trump, and it's how you're going to realize. They always do this when you go, listen, what you just said was a lie and not factual, and then when you go, and so then give me, explain to me how this, there were scandals in the Obama administration they go this is how you got trump like everything is how, this is how we got trump because they don't want to discuss the merits of what you just asked it's well if you don't if if i if if you ask me on anything you question anything uh that i'm saying this you, you're gonna get trump again it's like now he's a threat that they are wielding against us which is something people don't talk about it is part of the reason we got trump right is that they do like the threat of we will fuck the whole country up if you don't give us our way and trump was their nuclear option to be like see we did it and even her going i didn't vote for him i don't support the man but this is how you're gonna get him if you if you don't agree with everything we say as republicans you're gonna get him again if you point out that i'm lying to you that i'm making shit up that i'm gaslighting you you're gonna get him again so you have to just go along 
No, I don't. Him. And when he is reelected, which at this point I believe he is going to be, I hope at some point oh my you God. will listen to the warning. Oh my God, I have to make an opinion. I have given all of you. Okay, well, look, I'm, I'm used to the audience booing me. There's, like a, there's like a difference between, let's say, the Clinton administration was a Democratic administration that go. was full of scandals. I gotta go. So I guess the guy off of that. Um, here's the thing, though. Um, she couldn't come up with a scandal. She disagrees with policies they enacted. That's not the FBI opening an investigation on you. That's not people pleading guilty, jail time, being arrested, right in their home. It is fucking not the same. It's not the same. You know, people disagree with policies all the time. That's right. not a scandal. And I think this is why earlier when you brought up civility, this is why it's infuriating because what she did is something that is only allowed to exist in a world where we value civility over the truth. Cause the, the truth of it. Now I'm not saying you need to curse her out or call out her name, but the truth of the matter is you need, you're going to have to call her, uh, you're going to have to call, call her out on her lies right to her face and instead you got people being like oh come on that they don't you know because they because they don't want to have a tv show where it looks like these women literally are at each other's throats every moment of the day without it you know where, where it might get out of hand you know um back in december the daily mail uh according to the daily mail when Whoopi goldberg abruptly cut the commercial after one of their spats behar yelled in front of the audience get this bitch under control if this shit doesn't stop i'm quitting this damn show i can't take this much more reportedly producers jumped on the stage but the new yorker wasn't done she added i've tolerated a lot of shit on this show but i'm at my wits end with this entitled bitch enough already enough already i'm not playing nice any longer the network executives met with them both in the dressing room after the show no word on what was said but clearly mccain hasn't learned to respect the elders so yep isn't that interesting and that's that civility right we need both of y'all on the show we need to have both sides represented and she can sit up here and lie and gaslight you and you're supposed to politely go i even though this person's lying i just disagree you know oh we're gonna get trump which is their fave uh all right let's go to uh something else maybe some what's up uh, can we talk about the hee-haw song oh if you want to sure yes all right um so i don't know i feel like everyone's probably have talked about this and and it's gone around but um i did not come prepared to talk about this my bad i Um, want to talk about it today i'm trying to see if i saved the article um i didn't all right so lil nas x is this rapper or trap rapper or something that um had a song that was number one on the country bill why, why am i doing this this is just fucking with black people stuff i'll i'll do it in the fucking with black people segment let me play the song first because okay clearly uh this is gonna be fucking with black people and that's where that's where that's where it goes um because uh people are gonna be fucked with when they learn if they <laughs> haven't heard already right when they hear because i figure out yeah people have heard but you know a lot everybody all our audience ain't on social media so uh, no 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 you're right i just literally didn't even really think about covering it you're you're absolutely right we should cover it just give me one second we're just fucking with those black people we're just fucking with those blacks we're just fucking with fucking with black people 
that's right guys it's time to play the game that we all hate to play it's fucking with black people the game we go all around the globe find different articles make us feel fucked with the wheel sign point scores from zero to 100 and intervals of 25 today's contestants everybody all right so i feel like everyone probably knows this story but just in case people don't know um this story um Lil Nas X is a rapper, black dude, who uh, made a very viral um, country hit. Uh, well, a song that people were calling country, although apparently that's been hotly debated at this point. Right, it's like two versions. This is original version, didn't it? Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, the original version was, um, I think, at Billboard uh trending at number one on their country music chart as a number one hit song um i'll play some for you so you can decide if this counts as country I got the horses in the back, hey. horse stock is attached, hey. that is mad at black, got the boots black to match, riding on a horse, ha. you can whip your horse, I've been in the valley, you ain't been up off that porch, now nah. can't nobody tell me so that's the original version Mm -hmm. and uh they took it off of the list because they said that quote it was uh, not embracing enough elements of today's country music in its current version now the thing is if you pay attention to the um to the charts they have been allowing crossover artists on the country music charts since five ever come on like molly cyrus still charts um taylor, taylor swift. swift still charts taylor swift hasn't made a country album since and forever the, since uh kanye took stage like um and so uh uh it's kind of like you know people feel like they took it off of there because of racism right you know because y'all just didn't want this black man doing this apparently um that nelly song back in the day that he did uh was it with with tim mcgraw something like over and over or whatever Mm -hmm. it was apparently they didn't put that on the chart i didn't even know that me either and that was a bop yeah apparently that wasn't even so i don't know if it's a history of trying to keep these rappers off of it because i mean i know that there's other black people that have made country music and been on the chart so i don't know that that's true and also on the low they wouldn't even allow uh beyonce's daddy lesson to actually be up for nomination Mm -hmm. so it's like a willful type of attitude to keep this shit away from it right uh they did put out a statement um 
let's see billboard offers category specific charts simply as a tool for people in the music business to better gauge the success of songs relative to others in a given format we are oftentimes faced with difficult categorization choices determining which chart a song lives on is an ongoing process that depends on a number of factors most notably the song's musical composition but also how the song is marketed and promoted the musical history of the artist airplay the song receives and how the song is platformed on streaming services billboard welcomes the excitement created by gender genre blending tracks such as Lil nas x old town road and will continue to monitor how it's marketed and how fans respond our initial decision to remove old town road from the hot country songs chart could be revisited as these factors evolve um so then um while this is all happening and it's off the charts and we're like this is fucked up it's racist uh this black guy made a country song and these white people don't want to give him the credit he deserves i guess our cries were heard the the ally mountains mm-hmm. heard the call he, and billy ray cyrus because mm-hmm, uh we say little x his name little nas x little nas x actually tweeted like i really like this i would love to work with you and be the well ready. he said that in december ah okay so he actually wished he could get billy because apparently black people fuck with billy ray cyrus yes they do um you know a lot of people don't know that black people fuck with billy ray cyrus like that the real question has always been does billy ray cyrus fuck with us or not um and apparently the resounding answer is yes yeah i'm gonna take my horse to the old town road i'm gonna ride till i can't no more i'm gonna take my horse to the old town road i'm gonna ride till i can't no more i got the horses in the back horse stock is attached head is mad at black got the boosters black to match riding on a horse ha, you can whip your horse um dare i say this shit goes harder yeah, the the version. remix is flames. Billy Ray hopped on this shit and got off a little bit. Yes. And, and the thing is, I'm going to tell y'all, I was at work. So all I know was this Friday morning, my whole fucking timeline was hee-hawing. Like literally all I seen was two steppers in cowboy hats and pics of me before I listened. And after I was listening, I was like, and then Billy Ray Cyrus was trending. I was like, the fuck is this? And I hit play. I was like, oh, this is why and i love niggas it was all types of remixes they had one that was spongebob squarepants because sandy the squirrel is from texas i was getting my life i just want riley cooper to come to this concert and talk that shit he was talking come on okay you gonna fight every nigga up in here because we're gonna be up in here i about to say you go ahead fish this on now i've been in the valley you ain't been up off that porch now can't nobody tell me nothing now see right here it would have been straight because i'm like billy ray came 
probably helped him get back on the charts because how you gonna say billy ray cyrus don't got the history to be on the fucking chart right so it's like cool now maybe it'll get finally get the props that it deserves and make the country music charts right and he job well done thank you billy but then billy took it to extra level because he just barely touched the track but billy dropped bars you got billy ray bars coming yeah, up okay he was in his holster for yes. that entire that entire verse and i loved it and also the thing about billy ray cyrus his twitter has been lit because he was actually reposting i don't know where these children were but he was uh playing um reposting videos of a lot of black and brown children like all over the world they were actually dancing and singing and he was like this is you know the thing and this is why i do what i do and i was you know what I welcome him to the cookout. Come on. I don't know if he already had a ticket anyway. Come on, Billy Ray. Grab that guitar, boy. Show us how to line dance. We'll show you how to do the uh, electric slide. You know your daughter over here, over there hanging out with them niggas. You can take her to go play. She can't come. Yeah, yeah. You, you more than welcome. Oh, the black men already let her in. What's happening? I'll be good. Hey, on your guitar. That's what I'm talking about. Let me uh tie your horse on up over here by the water and trough. And uh, you're going to get yourself a, a big old scoop of that banana pudding over there, Billy Ray. Is them spurs? That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Where you get them boots from? Oh, I had to get some of them. Are those Gucci boots? Somebody put on Posse, the Mario Van Peebles movie. We're going to watch that with Billy Ray. You You ever seen this? You going to teach us how to horse tie? Come on now. Show me how to rodeo real quick. Let's tie ropes around people and shit. Yeah, Billy Ray coming. Come on. You be like, oh shit, I didn't know you could do that with a rope. Listen he is all the way there he's in come on he might listen it's early ally of the year i mean it's april but i'm thinking ally of the year okay i know a lot of black people have problems with that word but fuck them i don't care it's my show 
ally of the year come on down to the cookout come on man. with bars like that take old town road to the cookout and make a left on ache and break it hard lane and step on through come on they planted at clubs like it's it's i seen like djs like mixing it up and blending and i was like oh this shit about to be flames when they walk in there be like i i, I want old, old town road it's it was so obvious to me after hearing the song just one time he said i was thinking what's not country about it what's the rudimentary element of country and a western song then i thought it's honest humble it has an infectious hook and a banjo what the hell more do you need Mm-hmm. john rich said that fans should decide whether the song is legit or not i don't know who john rich is but i mean it's legit come on so i think that's the end of that um all right that's uh you know what let's just move on the the rest of the black fuck with black people news is horrible yeah. so i'll just say zero for billy ray and Lil nas x but a hundred for the motherfucking billboard because they tried it yes they did and we synced it trash what is wrong with y'all why y'all want to be known as the racist good grief y'all stay y'all get mad at dixie chicks they don't fuck with george bush yeah, they get mad at beyonce talking about how she she about her uh daddy lessons all right y'all fuck around her her whole next album or two might be a whole fucking country album that was the worst man jesus honey and the beehive will be putting their hats on uh he hawing all the way to the country music awards have some fun we let y'all little motherfuckers come over to our shit we let molly come on and play her songs on our shit we don't care right that's why that's why i love being black though because we are welcoming i know some black people hate that shit but fuck it man i i like that we don't let this shit defeat us Mm -hmm. like okay cool justin timberlake want to make some hip-hop songs fine oh you got now you switch you you switching on janet get the fuck out you know but i like that we had that rotating door man they won't even let us in and why we be inventing shit and they be like no black rock and roll music please like it's ours right right no black country we invented that bullshit too right jesus christ all right let's go to uh the the last game now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time now that it's time for some guest the race that's right it's guest the race time that's right it's time for guest the race the number one game show going across all the podcasting land we read and play news articles from all over the globe and we ask our contestants today karen in the chat room to guess the race and everyone playing is racist all right let's get into it uh after his 73 year old mother refused to dress his mannequin what after his 73 year old mother refused to dress his mannequin like a mannequin you buy at the store on the display uh i don't think you buy the mannequin but yes a mannequin okay. that you see at a store i mean that's what i meant so let's see a florida man shoved the woman to the ground and began stuffing hot dumplings in her mouth oh a force feeding that left the victim unable to breathe holy shit responding to a call about domestic disturbance last night cops found a victim whose face was covered in blood and to be shaking with fear inside the boynton beach home she shared with her son mickle donkner who are them dumplings made out of the woman told cops she was in the home's backyard when her 40 year old son asked her to dress his mannequin when the elderly woman declined he stood in the screen door blocking his mother's path back inside the home the victim cops report 
pushed the mannequin to the ground prompting her son to abandon the doorway to pick up the mannequin a confrontation in the home's kitchen soon followed kind of lars and the real girl is this shit right yes i'm gonna push this goddamn mannequin down i don't give a fuck about this mannequin he allegedly shoved his mother to the ground and struck her several times in the head with a small stool he then grabbed small dumplings made for dinner and started to shove them into his mother's mouth the woman told the deputy she could not breathe while the dumplings were forced on her the victim subsequently ran from the house meeting a neighbor in the driveway the witness who called 911 told police the victim had yelled help he's going to kill me the neighbor added that doctor suffers from bipolar disorder and frequently has violent outbursts oh my god man this has to be a nightmare right um the police report offers no further information about the mannequin owned by donkner who is seen on the above mugshot his mother was transported to a local hospital due to lacerations requiring stitches uh charged with domestic battery by strangulation and aggravated domestic battery on a victim over 65 donkner is being held without bond in county jail a judge today directed donkner to undergo a mental health assessment and ordered him to have no contact with his mother and the neighbor who summoned police karen guess the race of mr mikkel dunkner white karen's going white let's see what the chat room believes um white mental health assessment wow wow white incel white dim sum whites white five from umbrella academy tripping white this is sad and white what is the story what is the story rod i mean it's guess the race white and white i'm sorry to uh dumpling this story all over you june my bad um all right the correct answer is white everybody gets white so y'all got it right man that's a sad story to hear i guess he was just too souped up um (laughs) let's get to uh the next one uh police a shoplifter uh punched through evansville grocery store wall as customers shouted what was this wall made out of paper right how does that even happen right good grief like is he that strong it must have been like an incomplete wall or something you know how they kind of built on a wall and hadn't finished it yet Mm -hmm. like punching through a wall is some like uh like that's that's some incredible hulk shit like did he punch through the wall and then when he walked away with a satchel it was With his thumb out on the side of the road. I said we're out of toilet paper. He turned green, punched a hole through the wall, and just walked out. And just ran away. Next thing I know, he was hitchhiking on the side of the road with his thumb out. <laughs> he said, "You won't like me when you're when I'm angry, and being out of toilet paper makes me angry." And He's, then he walked out. He said, "I'm always mad." Right. <laughs> he said for real you're not gonna honor my three week old coupon and that's when he punched a hole through the wall and walked out with the with the cans of soup good grief um yeah uh city police say a man tried to shoplift steaks uh 
from evansville grocery store and then punched through the drywall to escape when employees tried to detain him damn did he have the money to pay for him apparently not because i guess the stakes is high come on yes they is Too bad he didn't punch the stakes in the wall. What? That has that's not even a fun. It don't matter. <laughs> I guess it was a lot at stake. <laughs> he was trying to raise stakes. Oh! <laughs> all right, all right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I guess the wall was as soft as he likes his stakes. medium well i guess come on yeah well it'll be all right i think it'll work out because you know why i can uh-huh. god don't make no mistakes <laughs> all right um <laughs> his name is patrick brown 51 charged with five misdemeanors in the case monday including theft and disorderly conduct According to the Evansville Police Report, officers called to Ruler Foods on South Green River Road Sunday Ooh, afternoon. That's definitely sound like a local, like our Piggly Wiggly. You're right. like, what the, hell, what the hell is that? Uh, employees told the police a man had six stakes in his jacket and tried to leave the store without paying. Six? Good God. Mm-hmm. He must have been the Incredible Hulk. That's the only way your house is going to be big enough to hold six stakes. Right. He got away on foot. Cause you know, if he would have been driving, he probably would have got T-boned. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I wondered, did, did he steal any rib eye steaks? What? This is not a pun, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I told you my puns don't got to make sense, y'all. Uh, why do I do this to myself? <laughs> you started it. No, I, I started doing puns. What you started is not puns. You started some other thing <laughs> that is not happening on the show um employees told the man he had so six stakes in his jacket he tried to leave without paying the manager stopped him and took him to an office to wait for law enforcement to arrive brown climbed into the ceiling of the room and punched his way through drywall police say falling into another office room in the store the manager unlocked the door into that room to confront him and brown climbed back into the drywall hole to get away climbing through the ceiling again punched through the drywall in another spot to escape into the main grocery area the off-duty police officers shopping inside the store helped responding officers take brown to custody while customers shouted numerous customers watched in disbelief and were shouting for officers to tase the offender after he protruded himself through the drywall hole into the grocery area good god police estimated brown caused about ten thousand dollars worth of damage to the store oh good god this was the incredible hulk mm-hmm to uh he also pled guilty to falsely informing for lying about his name when officers asked court records show brown was sentenced to pay restitution to serve 80 hours of community service during a hearing monday morning in vanderburg superior court so basically he got the justice smollett deal yeah he, ten thousand dollars worth of damage pay restitution <clears throat> and uh do some community service that that's it you know what he did pick a prime time to steal those stakes <laughs> now that one was good you can't tell me that one went good because the restaurant prime or no it's prime steak 
Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Thanks. I see what you mean. Okay. I I just didn't get it. Prime cut. Yes. USDA. Okay. Yeah, see. See, I'm I'm I made I made that was up. a good one. Yeah. That was a good one. I guess the cops didn't want no beef. <laughs> All right. Um <laughs> he was taken to the local hospital to check for injuries and then to jail where he was booked shortly after eight thirty PM. He was released Monday at this initial hearing and guilty plea. Uh so Karen, guess the race? of mr patrick stephen brown white karen's going white let's check the chat room see what you guys believe his race is um uh bernie or bust for that toilet paper white steaks was high in the situation white kool-aid man oh yeah black community service white this is why you don't do crack kids black possessed by the kool-aid man black got the hustle deal in indiana white fist of the north honky white white the correct answer is all of you got a lot of you went white and black but karen you went white right mm-hmm. well you got it correct yeah. it was a good thing that the officers there because they was almost for late good i couldn't help i had to do that i you couldn't made, help myself you made I all redeemed, the way up i redeemed i, I redeemed myself you did you did good job some of y'all said black i cannot believe some of y'all went black i never said the steaks were well done <laughs> <laughs> we never said he used a one sauce right if i would have said a man stole seven well done steaks uh then that's how you know he's black come on guys all right let's go to the this is going off the rails let's go to the bonus round uh this show double the points and the race double the points and the race that's right double the points double the race and the bonus round against the race so far karen is two for two but what are the odds that she can go three for three? I'm going to try, y'all. Here we go, guys. Pray for her. Come on. And Arby's manager kills a man who spat on her. Oh, was the food that bad? What's happening here? Mm, at Arby's is normally the other way. Spitting in the food. Uh, in Oklahoma, Arby's manager has been arrested. they was mad because they didn't get the meats. Or the meats that they wanted. Sound like she didn't have the meats, but she had the beef. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so yeah um they got into an argument apparently diana young 25 is facing a first degree murder charge stemming from the alleged incident that unfolded saturday in tulsa yeah and you know she's only 25 so you know that she's never experienced this before a customer at arby's no uh police told fox news that deshaun talent the deceased 25 year old threatened and spat on young before leaving the store they did not elaborate on what caused the dispute 
one hour later they say talent returned to the store and young got in her car and followed him out the parking lot oh that's what she fucked up young who reportedly was in possession of a 45 caliber handgun without a license oh then shot at the suv one time and struck him in the torso talent later crashed the car into the entrance of a walmart and was pronounced dead at a local hospital young reportedly went back to work <gasps> it was just lunch break karen oh. never take a lunch break out Be and down. shoot a motherfucker and come back to work my smooth 30 got 30 minute lunch break <laughs> i mean well, however long it take yeah how, how, how was lunch lunch was good today it was good she is now being held without bond in tulsa county jail karen guess the race of diana young black karen's going black on this and let's see what you guys believe in the chat room um what uh, did let me see did you already ask him i think hold on did i if i didn't hold on there you go all right there you go y'all give me some some races i got all the smoke for your beef bang bang i gotta clock back in black ours is the last whites only establishment <laughs> oh, oh oh black keep that motherfucking thing black says dose stacks uh black says gourmet goober the correct answer is i think everyone went black except for someone says a whites only establishment so i guess they went white well everybody and including karen you got it right she was black and take her horses off to the old town road on his ass come on and of course one person said whites on the establishment Mm-mm-mm. listen at arby's we do the spitting okay not the other way around i don't know what the hell you think was going on here but that's why you dead okay come up acting the fool at diana's job what you thought was gonna happen anybody working at arby's has had a hard life where they have definitely had to and possibly will do again murder somebody okay i don't even think you can apply for a job at Arby's if you don't got no type of violent crimes on your resume and then you're gonna go in there and fuck with them are you crazy Mm-mm. i'm not trying to blame the victim but nigga you deserve that one spitting on an arby's employee why not just fucking kill yourself good grief you must not have wanted to live that's Mm-mm. that's you have death by cops that was death by arby's <laughs> going up in there first of all eating a food of risky business and then that you just didn't care about your life and that's all it is to it sad that he had to go out that way really Mm-mm-mm. uh all right guys it's time to get into the last segment we need to talk about sword ratchetness and then get out of here and go live our lives okay mm-hmm. been working today um also check me out on the mundane festival podcast with chris lambert i did a episode with him yesterday we talked about a bunch of stuff and i think you'll like it so we're ratcheting this time Ah, oh, of course it's, uh, there you go <coughs> wait did i say the mundane report no 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 she's asking 
oh okay she wanted clarification okay yeah yeah the mandane festival i thought i tanked i was like what's going on in the chat um man charged with attempted murder and samurai sword attack a buffalo man charged with attempted murder after a woman was severely injured in an attack with a samurai sword he's doing buffalo court this morning benjamin foster senior 59 was arrested early wednesday morning and charged with Mar- the march 27th attack in an apartment in kenfield homes uh the victim suffered severe cuts to her head arm lit hand thigh and back according to a complaint filed in buffalo city court she was taken an ambulance by the erie county taken by air ambulance to the erie county medical center the attack happened at 9 50 p.m march 27 police executed a search warrant at his apartment uh the next day and recovered the sword he kept the murder weapon frost was placed under arrest at 2 a.m wednesday uh in addition second degree attempted murder charges also charged with first degree assault and fourth degree criminal possession of a weapon i wonder what the relationship was that made him attack this woman was it random did he know her domestic i don't see any domestic violence charges it's weird mm-hmm uh he's being held and thursday in the eric county holding holding center with bell being set at two hundred and fifty thousand dollars cash bond man this is crazy you just sitting in your house at nine fifty, and some dude comes in with a fucking sword right attacks you and then goes back to his crib and chills with the weapon my goodness um a fight for my life australian officer survives a sword attack damn they got a picture of his head it is fucked up oh uh at the moment i couldn't hear anything i couldn't hear a sound the adrenaline just started flowing and my mind became incredibly focused i just knew i had to fight for my life those are the thoughts that went to senior constable andy swift's mind just moments after a sword almost went through his mind um it hit him right in his head and fractured his skull holy shit despite the potential outcome of that forceful strike it wasn't his own life that andy was focused on it was the life of two teenage boys and their mother uh the horrific injuries radovic caused were confronting were confronting and graphic they were shared throughout australia and shown to millions of people as an example of incredible sacrifice andy made putting himself in harm's way protecting the lives of innocent people just a couple hours before the culmination of the fateful day andy and his partner constable natalie skrezga skrezer um were tasked to attend the rockingham home because of the frantic triple zero call the caller believed 46 year old radovic was breaching the violence restraining order by attending and damaging the home of his ex-wife and sons so he wasn't supposed to be there another man uh, attacking a woman right uh because they can't be together anymore i swear y'all i cover stories like this every day that i don't put on the show and don't read this one's sore ratchetness so it made the show because of that but every day there's at least one or two stories i can't tell y'all about or put on the show because i mean they're just fucked up they're not there's nothing really funny about it Mm-mm. um and they're really just kind of depressing but you know this is that toxic masculinity shit it's always almost always 99 percent of the time men uh and some woman that was related to them in some type of way or and they're killing the people that get in their way and they're killing the women that um that they used to be connected to all because a woman says no or tries to leave and it's a daily occurrence it happens all the time it does many times we don't even hear about it till the results in someone's death or you know in this case they were saved by this cop who thank goodness he was there but um i will never stop talking about this shit and if it's if if you're a man and you listen to the show and it makes you tighten the chest to hear about it good it should i won't ever stop talking about racism I never stop talking about misogyny, homophobia, all this shit. 
this is what our show is about and this is what we're going to talk about for the rest of however long we're able to do this show agreed so um you know and, and at the same time we're gonna have fun and all that shit but i'm just saying some of this shit man y'all don't i could make this show just about this we could just do a show every day is just look at these men fucking killing women just because they're fucking crazy and men have emotional issues and yet we're the ones telling women that they need to operate on logic and we're the ones telling so them, emotional we're the ones thinking they need to hear our relationship advice and there's men killing other men and we just go don't talk about them they're not really real men and shit like that but these motherfuckers kill they take lives as any real man would and i don't think there's anything realer than the fact the impact of taking someone's life on this earth so um whether it's nipsey hustle or just some woman that happens to be you know killed because some dude you know she wanted to get a divorce um to me it's still a senseless waste of life that the the ultimate uh responsibility lays with men and toxic masculinity the fact that we let the shit slide or the fact that we don't talk about it or the fact that we skip over these stories and talk about like you know black china and shit like we don't mind getting into the details of that but when someone does something like this we just want to like slide by you know and it doesn't just matter when it affects us you know it's not just when it's nipsey that it should matter to you it should always matter but anyway i've kind of uh soapboxed this story but yeah thank god he was there to save those people because they would have been dead without him so Mm -hmm and a speedy recovery to him and it looks like a gruesome injury so all right y'all we will talk to y'all later on in this week don't forget wednesday vice is gonna be here uh to talk to us we won't be covering game of thrones on that episode but they want to talk to us about game of thrones so we'll be uh mm-hmm. talking to them yeah game of thrones i'd be back next week on it yep yep yes. and <laughs> and them thrones made essence but uh it was saying that throne jaws were placing them thrones and we'll see but i'm not using throne jaw i'm using them thrones when i talk about the show so all right y'all we'll talk to y'all next time peace, peace. until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.